1: And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions, and they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, there's about three things out there that are probably big time of interest to you as we move into this new year, which is marketing, communications, and cutting operational costs if you're a small business out there. And let me tell you something, merchant processing is like an alligator pit. You know it, I know it. I own a small business. My phone rings off the hook several times a month, people trying to get me to change that. But let me tell you something right now. There is an opportunity out there for you right now to move that yardstick of the percentage that you pay on your credit card processing back to zero. Yeah, you got it. Back to zero. But the only way they're going to find that out is to pick up the phone right now and dial Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. To contact Business Buzz, you can call us toll free at 877 number three. N-O-W-B-U-Z, or get with me on my show host website, which is dot zcom If you want to leave me a message or you want to be a guest on the show, that's where you need to go. Well, shout out to our charity up in Spokane, Washington, Cookies to Cops, spelled exactly how it sounds, the word cookies, dot com. Chaplain Joseph Havens launched that about a year ago. I got excited about it. And the reason being is he's handing out dozens and dozens and dozens of cookies to your first responders, your men and women in blue who defend your businesses on a daily basis. So you need to get with him because he's got a program where he can show you how to adopt a precinct in your local town, village, or Hamlet community out there in the USA. So get with Cookies to Cops today and find out what's going on in your neck of the woods, and shout out to one of our advertisers, Letip, dot com unbelievable company, B2B networking, number one in the United States, 4,500 businesses strong, 220 chapters exploding in the Northeast. If you want to make your business special, if you want to show up to a breakfast or a lunch and have everybody in the room concerned about your business and being a billboard for your business, then you need to get with leti today and have them get in touch with your local chapter and get you in a breakfast invite or a lunch invite soon so you can find out just how special your business is Well, I'll tell you what, I am so excited about today's show and I'll tell you why, because I've been spending a lot of time in the Hollywood market sector. I've had producers on this show, I've had directors on this show, I've had actors and actresses, and I am joined today by an invite of shineonhollywoodmagazine.com. Shout out, Arnold Garcia, CEO, nine years laboring in that Hollywood space, got the only digital magazine that really tells the truth, facts, and reality of what's going on in that space, and you are the one responsible For bringing to my show today, Mark Erickson. Mark has divided his time between dance and acting since arriving in California from British Columbia, Canada. Some of his dance credits include Lee Rolls and Giselle, Sleeping Beauty, The Nutcracker, Don Quixote, and a finalist in the International Ballet Competition. He has taught master classes in Canada for the Canadian School of Ballet, for Lions Dance Company in San Francisco, and at the countless summer ballet programs throughout the United States. Some of Mark's work in television and film include a supporting role opposite Mel Gibson in The River with Rod Steiger in The American Gothic, a guest appearance on Amazing Stories and In Living Color, and he co-starred in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. After completing an eight-year run in Andrew Lloyd's Weber's The Phantom of the Opera in both Los Angeles and San Francisco productions, Mr. Erickson opened the ballet studio in Temecula to train ballerinas. Mark was the producer of the award-winning documentary film, The Making of a Nutcracker, and he just got finished with an absolute onstage extravaganza during the Christmas holidays of the ballerina of the Nutcracker. Hey, Mark Erickson, welcome to
2: Business Buzz. Hey, Frank. Thanks for having me. It's a great honor.
1: Absolutely. It's so great to have you with us. You know, Mark, you're an absolutely amazing guy. You know, I kind of look at your IMBD. You know, you've done quite a bit in the Hollywood space, right?
2: Well, you know, I've, uh, I, it's probably because I'm old. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: you're no, catching uh, up with
2: me. I'll be seventy yeah, next May. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, started in the 80s, and uh, one of my first uh, films I was fortunate enough to uh, get into was a Mark Rydell film. Uh, called The River with Mel Gibson and Sissy Spacek, and it was a great honor to uh, have him cast me in, uh, in a supporting role in that film, and uh, it was uh, it was really a great experience. So that's how I got started.
1: You know, coming along stars like Rod Steiger and Mel Gibson, I mean, that must be, I mean, what do you do? Do you kind of get like goose pimples, you know, or the hair stands up in your arms? Or, man, when you get around that kind of a caliber of an A-lister actor or actress, I
2: mean, what, what's that like? Well, you know what, they're just normal humans, you know, um, got along with Mel really well. He just took me in. He knew I was a rookie. Uh, he gave me a lot of pointers, made me feel completely comfortable. And, uh, you know, he's just a great guy. You know, That's, he's just a normal guy. And uh, Rod Steiger, on the other hand, of course, he's got such a history in the, in the film business and, and such a name. And it was, it was a fantastic honor to work uh, with him. And uh, that was really a lot of fun, worked with him and Yvonne DiCarlo you know, on the, the, the film, American Gothic, which was kind of a, you know, film noir about uh, horror movies. And uh, we shot that in uh, actually off the coast of Vancouver in British Columbia. So that was that was kind of nice for me because I was kind of on my home, home territory. So.
1: Now, I was thinking to myself, one of my favorite TV shows back when I was a
2: youngster was The was I was, Munster.
0: Mine was too. And Carlo, right?
2: I couldn't believe I was actually standing next to her. It was quite a thrill, actually.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Mark. You sure. know, I mean, Hollywood isn't attractive, right? I mean, it's like this big old magnet. You know, I mean, you look at the golden age of Hollywood with all the old producers and directors, see Sebel, DeMille, Mill, you know, and, and guys like that, you know. What do you see right now in the Hollywood market right now? I've been doing a lot of shows on this and I've been getting kind of varied opinions, you know, of what Hollywood's gonna look like coming out of this pandemic, you know? Have you got any kind of views on that?
2: You know, I, I, I sort of don't, Frank, in a strange way. I mean, I have actually been out of that for a while. I think uh, being an actor in Hollywood is probably the ultimate uh, small business person because you really are an independent contractor. You have to find the jobs yourself. Nobody's gonna give you anything um you know for me right now something that is I, I find actually being involved in a small business or two is far more exciting than standing in front of a camera and saying lines that somebody else writes for you i mean that's and there's more to me there's far more challenges uh there's uh far more upside and there and uh the integration of, of people from uh all different socioeconomic uh Uh, levels is is really exciting for me
1: you know mark it's absolutely amazing this show is all about small business right you jumped right into my world with that comment you know but at the same point in time you know you're absolutely correct I have talked to supporting actors and actresses right they're driving uber cars they're doing all these different things just to survive you know in this particular pandemic and the one thing that I've been noticing in the space is that Hollywood's got to find a way to cut operational cost, you know, because I mean, being slammed down for almost two years, I mean, you're burning cash all that time, you know, and now with coming back up, you know, in the middle of the pandemic and still getting slammed down, I think Regal is still in bankruptcy, right? AMC is on life support, you know, so you've got this situation right now, you know, where your industry is kind of getting vice gripped, I guess, for, for lack of a better term.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they, they're going to have to find a new way because you can't do it's not you just can't do it the same way because of all of the Well, also the social media and aspect of things. Um, but people have uh, through the pandemic have obviously changed their uh, approach to things. I mean, you know, people can sit in their own living room on their iPhone, basically, and almost watch anything as opposed to going to the movies. Now, strangely enough, I went to a movie last night, which was the first movie I went to in two years. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It was called Sing Too. It was really a lot of fun, but uh, went to the theater where they had the, you know, the big recliner chairs. You can order dinner and stuff like that. That to me is the only way I will go see a movie is if I can go to a movie house like that and have kind of a more of a theatrical experience and relax, you know, have a drink, have dinner and watch the movie.
1: Just curious with 7% inflation, what was the tab?
2: Oh, you know, <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> I took, uh, I went with a dear friend of mine and, uh, and her uh, uh, two children, and, uh, and um, I just didn't look at the tab. So,
1: you know, what's amazing is
2: that. But know, it was probably over $100. Yeah, I, I believe over. you. Okay. Yeah, well,
1: what's yeah. amazing to me is, I mean, everything that has to do with community, okay, seems to be being affected, not just simply by the COVID 19 virus, okay, but by the reaction to it you know right and when you talk about community you're talking about the essence of what this country is you know you just were involved in something like that right during the holidays you were a producer and director of one of the most fantastic ballets ever envisioned right the nutcracker tell us about that mark
2: well that's true i'll just back up a little bit last year was a last christmas was really tough and, and especially in california they were shutting everything down And a dear friend of mine uh, and uh, my co-producer, basically, uh, and co-business owner, Beverly Stevenson, which maybe we'll be fortunate enough for her to call in later, but um, her and her husband have one of the most beautiful wineries out here in Temecula. And uh, her husband gave us the opportunity to perform the show outside at uh, their venue. It's just a stunningly beautiful venue. And that was a time when the... uh, the governor was shutting everybody completely down. But thankfully, it was kind of exciting. We had a sheriff in town that uh, gave us a call and promised he wouldn't shut us down. So we had four amazing performances outside. We, we sold out every show. We had, we had everybody socially distanced as far as seating and stuff like that. And we were careful, of course. Um, but uh, it, it was just a fantastic... People were coming up saying, finally, it, it felt like Christmas. So fast forward to this year they it was so successful that they start they did it again outside we did uh, four performances sold out every one and uh, it was just a fantastic opportunity and then after that three weeks later we went into the local theater old town temecula theater which is a beautiful little theater here and we did another eight shows of the show it's a little bit different in the theater because outside i can't do the special effects and backdrops and all that kind of stuff so it's a completely different show but we sold out every show Uh, three weeks before opening night you couldn't find a ticket on the street so it was extremely successful Uh, but again I think because we live in this little town called Temecula and uh, they they had signs up for masks and stuff like that but they did not shut us down and uh, we we proceeded to just have an amazing experience
1: just curious, Mark. You you had it in Temecula, right? You had it in an open air stage. I think it, you said. At
2: the- yeah, yeah. The the uh, out at the winery. Yeah, the first four shows we did. The other eight were in the in the theater this year. Yeah.
1: yeah I just had Ovanis Babakanyan, You know, on my show, and he did thirty years of stage acting. Okay, everything wow. from Julius Caesar to Shakespeare. You know. In Armenia, and he was actually awarded the top award by the government of being their actor, you know, as really? far as stage wow. and performance, you know. So maybe that's a con- uh, continuation or collaboration down the road. Who knows? Okay. Could be I can exciting. certainly introduce you to him. You know, but I'm sitting uh, curious, you know, Temecula is kind of like off the beaten track in Southern California. <laughs> We're not talking, you know, Newport Beach or. Yeah, don't, uh,
2: like that. don't tell anybody. We don't want all sorts <laughs> of people moving over here, okay? <laughs> you know
1: but the amazing thing is how far did you draw from to that
2: we drew a lot we we were listed in the la times as one of the top 10 nutcracks you see in the state we uh, they they come in to see this show from all the way from los angeles of course san diego riverside county i even had somebody stop me that had just come from uh from paris and uh uh we, we i've uh, I've adjusted the Nutcracker to create a story, to create something that's uh, dramatic and romantic. Um, we use all of the same music. We've just, I've just rearranged it, reorchestrated it. And um, the gentleman that came in from uh, after seeing it in Paris just couldn't believe that something like this was in a little town called Temecula and he just was raving about it. And quite frankly, I agree with him. I think we have the best one in the, in the country. You know
1: what's amazing to me is stage acting. You know that's that's a whole different animal, right? Than being yeah. before the camera. You know, yeah. when I was in sixth grade, you remember the uh, the uh, play Pied Piper of Hamelin, sure. Right? Yeah. I was the kid who was on crutches that didn't make it before the mountain closed, you know? And I had my own little speech out to the audience after that. And I think that's a large part of the reason why I'm the crazy nitwit than I am right now, you know, on the radio and whatnot with a gift of gab. But the bottom line here is I really think that, you know, stage acting, you know, it's, it's so intriguing, you know, because the audience has a big more of a connect, do they not, you know, than watching something on the wide screen.
2: Absolutely, it's immediate. You, you, you feel them, you know, you, you can sense them. And uh, it's it's just a it's a completely different experience than um, than television or film.
1: Now, is this the only thing that you've produced and directed? The, the Nutcracker? Or have you been involved in other things as well? I've been involved in some other things, for sure, okay. absolutely, yeah. Cool. What would you say has been your biggest challenge? You know, of being
2: a producer director of stage play. Well, sometimes it's like herding cats. <laughs> That's all That's I can tough. say. That is it. And sometimes you are able to sort of hurt them and other times you're not. And you, it's kind of like, I, I liken it to guerrilla warfare. You just have to get it done.
1: Are you finding that you've got a really high caliber of actor and actress, you know, during this particular Nutcracker?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, had a wonderful, uh, we can uh, talk a little bit more about that later in detail, but, but I had a wonderful uh, cast. I, I couldn't have done it without him. And also the, the, you know, we have a lot of little kids in the show and the parents are were, were just astounding and and supportive and and got those little, little kids there every show.
1: That's neat, you know, I'll yep. tell you something, if we don't start exposing our youth, you know, to yep. the arts and entertainment and culture and not necessarily something that's boxed like what we're dealing with today, you know, but something with a more of a broad range, you know, our kids are gonna grow up really in a sense, not exactly whole
2: you know right agree with that i i completely completely this situation with the kids and the parents the kids will remember this for the rest of their lives and you know what so will the parents because they're involved with their children
1: absolutely mark you know we're going to mix it up here in the second half talk more about you and this small business aspect because you really intrigued me on that right but we're going to be moving to a quick break here you're listening to business buzz with frank helering live on voice america business network brought to you now by californiaseniorguide.com. Well, let me tell you something. Let me read you a couple of statistics here. If you're a small business listen to me right now, you want to tap into the most lucrative senior market? You got to follow the money. Seniors make about 50% of all consumer purchases, but only 10% of the marketing dollars are spent on them. Hey, what's wrong with that picture? I'll tell you what's wrong with that picture. 3.2 million, excuse me, timeout. trillion in spending power is what the seniors have in their neck of the woods. So if you want to get access to one of the biggest marketplaces on the face of the earth, and it's going to double in size by the year 2050, you need to get with CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out how you can get access through an advertising contract with that incredible magazine that's been out there since 2016. And let me tell you something, They got a star on every cover. So, you want to talk about SEO, MSO, or you want to talk about EIO? Let me tell you something. When you've got stars on the cover, they got a social media following, just like Mark here on my guest on my show today. That's absolutely phenomenal. And you need to get in that stream if you're a small business. So, you need to get with CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out how you can get access to that big market. Well, I'll tell you what, we're mixing it up with Mark Erickson talking about an incredible. Uh, play that he put on during Christmas, Nutcracker, but he also talked about small business, and we're going to visit that in the second half, and we're going to be right back. Two and two with more buzz for your business.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com.
0: Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. Hey, welcome back. You're on live with Frank Helwing on Business Buzz. I've got Mark
1: Erickson as my outstanding guest today, producer, director, and small business person. Oh, my goodness. Mark, tell us about that.
2: Well, let me just tell you, Frank, again, I, I appreciate it, and it's an honor to be here with you today. Um, as you know, we talked about last segment. So one of the main things I do is produce and direct uh, and choreograph uh, our uh, production, a very high-end production of the Nutcracker Ballet every Christmas. Um, Well, I've been doing that for about 15 years, actually. And uh, I used to dance the lead roles in it. And now I'm happy to say I don't. But in in all of those years, what I would see would be the little girls coming into the theater uh, backstage that are doing the shows, the little ones with dolls, and they would have their dolls and they would dress them up as the different Nutcracker characters. So after about 10 years of this, I had this crazy idea is why doesn't somebody design a doll line that actually integrates all of the Nutcracker characters. So I had this idea to uh, to put this together and about five years ago, uh, my good friend and partner Beverly Stevenson, we uh, started down this road and uh, we created this doll line that is unlike anything else uh, on the market today. The all of the jointing are engineered jointing of the dolls. So the dolls can actually be moved and placed into correct classical ballet positions, which is not done. It's, it's, uh, so with that said, we, we started the three with the three main dolls of the Nutcracker ballet. We took the Clara Marie doll. We uh, took the Snow Queen and we took the Nutcracker and the Nutcracker is designed. So when he, removes his helmet almost like a knight he becomes the prince and these dolls are 19 inches tall they are made uh, with hard plastic but the faces and the eyes are all individually hand painted they look like porcelain but we designed them for children to play with and they you know we did testing with little kids dragging them around the floor knocking them over and stuff like that so uh, that's what we started about six years ago. We—it's uh, been um, quite a ride and, and a very interesting uh, journey, to say the least. But uh, I'm pretty proud of that, uh, and it's always interesting. And this goes with any small business when somebody has a great idea. There's, you know, everybody has ideas. Ideas are a dime a dozen, but it's uh, implementing those ideas and bringing them to market, that is the real challenge. And that's where you learn the most. You know,
1: Mark, you are really touching a chord here, even in my own life. When I was a kid, right, okay, we didn't have internet, we didn't have iPhones, we didn't have, son of a gun, TV was like three channels, right? In my neck of the woods. So I played, remember Mark's Toys? Sure. Mark's Army Men? I had two big you know, basic bags of army men and and things like my dad would come home and he'd have to navigate this battlefield, you know, trying to get (laughs) to my mother to kiss her, you know, to get to the dinner table. And he goes, okay, we got to get rid of these doggone kids and toys and things like that. And then when I got married and I had two boys, they got G.I. Joes, right? Those big G.I. Joes. Oh, my sure. goodness. Absolutely unbelievable. And yeah. that's what you're talking about here. Yeah. And what's really amazing is that you're connecting what you do as a producer-director in the play aspect of this right down to the core of a child's heart in being able to play with the characters that they just saw on the stage. That's amazing.
2: Well... Yeah, it's something that uh, that just kind of developed, and and I just I just saw a need there—not or a need, but I just saw an i an opportunity actually, and uh, it, we have gotten we've gotten rave reviews about these dolls, and it, it's really it's kind of interesting. My son Tyler kids me. He says, "Dad, you know, uh, you're in you came from ballet, and now you have a doll company too." He's he's he's, he's it's quite amused by it, but. Uh, He's uh he's actually been very My son Tyler's been very instrumental in uh, a lot of the marketing. You know, he's he's young. He's 27 years old. He's he's in the marketing and and a lot of the uh, my uh, uh, the website design and the the um, you know he he would spend many many hours doing Photoshop sessions and taking the pictures and things like that. So it really kind of was a family endeavor. Um, So it was for me. It was really. heartwarming that uh that uh, i had a few people around that we uh, could uh, go down this road and take this journey together
1: now how many characters of dolls do you have do you have every character of the ballet
2: we will eventually we uh, will. It, it's very expensive to uh do the molds uh and uh in the um uh so right now we have we have the three those three main characters and then we have the um the Clara, the Clara doll and the Snow Queen doll in 12-inch sizes uh, because the 19, you know, they retail for about $195. bucks. they are not cheap, but they don't look cheap either. Um, and then we have our 12-inch to compete with the Barbie size. And even our 12-inch dolls are um, engineered jointing so you can move them to correct classical ballet positions, which, again, is something that there's no dolls out there like that and you've been at this six years the doll company yeah yeah
1: amazing is it located here in southern california or elsewhere
2: well we we, we uh we ship out of temecula we we uh unfortunately our factory is in china we couldn't get them made here um i tried every which way they probably would have been about 600 bucks each if we had it we hadn't done it here yeah um just because of the technology we have in those dolls uh and so we have a manufacturer uh, in China, and then we we ship them in in containers.
1: Not to get political, but how many of those dolls are sitting on a rusty bottom boat with the anchor off the shore of the West Coast
2: of California right now? Well, we were fortunate. We got to ship in before we had any issues. So, um, but that's another thing. I've never done any of that stuff before. I, I, you know, I think it's like anything in life that you tackle. When you look back, you think, Geez, if I'd have known what I know now, I never would have started this thing. You know, i would never, i never created or, or um, you know, manufactured anything. I'd never imported anything. I'd never, you know, contacted shipping companies or anything like that. You know, it was, it was all, uh, you know, basically you were you were learning on the go. You know.
1: you know, it's really fabulous about what you're doing here. Is And I, I've said this all the way through over 60 shows and the fact that when the pandemic happened, not only did we get shut in, right, but we right. got shut out from our yeah. customers, you know, as yeah. far as the small business community. Now, what you developed is you developed a piece of contact if you will, a piece of content that gets beyond that closed door into the life of a child, right? And I'm sure when mom and dad take a look and see them playing with that doll, you know, and put them in different ballerina positions and things like that, especially if they went to the play, you know, I guarantee you the memory imprint, okay, that you're creating there, you're probably going to sell a lot more dolls because one doll by itself gets a little boring, right?
2: right? You want to get three or four on the stage. Well, they, they do that. They buy, they get one and then they have to have the next one. They want the set, you know, and, uh, and we're constantly being bombarded with, well, when are you going to do this doll? And when are you going to do that doll? Well, you know what? Especially given this last year, that's been put on hold, but that will happen. Um, a lot of ballet companies are actually, uh, buy them wholesale f- from us and then sell them in the front before and after the show. And it's it's uh, it's a real good uh, source of revenue for them too. You know,
1: this is exciting stuff. And the way that you came to my show today was shine on hollywoodmagazine.com. Yeah. We all wanna write that uh, web address down. If you're a small business out there and you wanna get access to the Hollywood space, there ain't no better vehicle than shine on com because they have developed an imprint in that Hollywood space over the last nine years. And they're doing a feature story on you right now,
2: right Mark? Well, they did, yeah. Arnold, uh, a great man, a visionary. Um, he owns the magazine, runs it with an iron fist, and the quality of the magazine is, is exceptional. And when he uh, asked me to, uh, you know, if he could do an article on me, my, my first thought was, well, what do you want to do an article on me for? I'm not that interesting. So, because I think one of the most boring things for me one of the most boring things is to hear an actor talk about themselves but that's just my own personal opinion and um, so he assured me that you know he because of my background and where I came from and the fact that I grew up in far north in way north in British Columbia uh, um, had my youth uh, lived with my parents on about 700 acres in the middle of nowhere we had no electricity no running water till i was in the fifth grade we lived in a log cabin believe it or not my mother had uh, you know used to uh, melt snow in the winter time over the fire outside in a cast iron uh, bucket to uh, wash diapers with uh you know and you know 40 below zero um uh you know that's where i came from and that's kind of the angle of the story he took and uh, it was a uh, you know, as kids, you grow up in that environment. You don't think anything of it. It's just you got the, the back six hundred acres to play in, and you're happy. You know, it's there's you know. So it was an amazing upbringing. Um, my mother and father were highly educated. My my dad went through Washington State University and uh, was a, uh, you know, a forestry degree for forest management back then. My mother was a teacher, uh, or her her mother uh, taught as a professor at Lewis and Clark College up there in. Uh, the Northwest. And they decided to immigrate to Canada because dad wanted to ranch, be a rancher. So uh, that's where I grew up. And and that's kind of where I came from. And it was, it was an amazing upbringing for a child. When I look back, I, there's very there few people that have had that amazing opportunity.
1: Well, you watched a lot of Charlton Heston and Spencer Tracy movies when you were growing up, right? Because I don't know how many wilderness shows... And uh, movies that those guys did but there were a ton of them you know
2: well when we finally got a tv i mean I, I was probably i don't know i was in the sixth grade when we finally got a tv my dad went down to the local it was kind of like a trading post and he traded in one of his saddles for a when we got electricity for a hi-fi remember those old hi-fis that you that you could stack the records on with the rca victor yeah. dog looking in yeah. Yeah, the it, yeah and a tv and there was one channel up there you know so you know that's that's that was the deal you know but you know in the winter time but here's what's interesting i don't know how interesting it is but here's uh what was interesting to me is once we had that hi-fi and at christmas he bought it because there was 12 records in there there was swan lake there was mario alonzo who was opera singer but there was a uh, there was tchaikovsky and with tchaikovsky record there was the nutcracker suite And at Christmas, we would sit there and we would listen to the Nutcracker Suite, 40 Below Zero Out, the moon shining and the wolves howling out back. And that is how I remember the Nutcracker.
1: Yeah, That is so amazing because when my mother, when I used to get sick, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. like the measles, things like that, right? I couldn't go to school she'd go to the public library across the street and she'd get the old LP, right? The old LP 33s, you know? And you had Perry Como with the story of the first Christmas. You had 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which was a Disney, you know, kind of a story. And those stories have stayed with me my whole life. And what's interesting is you have, (laughs) the same thing happened to you, right? Now you end up being a producer director of the Nutcracker. Listen, on the Shine on Hollywood Magazine side of the fence, they're doing a 40-page story on you?
2: Yeah, they did. And I I told Arnold, I said, Arnold, I said, you know, um, with all due respect, I said, you know, even my mother doesn't think I'm 40 pages of interest.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see it, Mark. You know, we're moving to our second break here, but I want to get this in. You know, I'm very, very excited about the fact that you're a small business owner, because one of the things we're doing in China on Hollywood magazine is moving that magazine to be a little bit more small business centric. So you That's got great. a segment of that magazine where we can actually spotlight a small business. So I think, honestly, and I'll talk to Arnold about this, you know, 40 pages, somewhere in there. <laughs> I think we could probably spotlight, you know, the business and then match it up with the show we're doing here today. What do you think?
2: That would be, uh, that'd be an honor. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, I think this is the direction we should go because if we could put the segment of this show in that copy you know now we get the best of both worlds because we're bookending who mark is you know not only you're producing director you get the background and nutcracker things like that but you're also a small business owner putting these incredible fantastic dolls out here for the benefit of kids and memories which is so cool to me you know because i i'm all about memories
2: you know what as we get older that's all we have I get you.
1: Okay, gotcha. listen, we're going to be moving to our second break here. I'm on with Mark Erickson. What a fantabulous guy. And by the way, Mark, you and I met at Arnold's house. It just hit me in the middle of the head. I've seen those dolls, you know. <laughs> and What's amazing is they are as fantastic as you say they are. We're going to take a quick break here. You listen to Business Buzz with Frank Elring, live on Voice of America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, if you're a small business out there and you just went, We got past the BBB bill, which was going to hire 86,000 IRS agents to come after us if we had 10,000 or more in our bank account. Let me tell you something. These guys deal with the R&D tax credit. So if you're a small business out there and you value yourself with getting money back from the IRS that you're entitled to, let me tell you something. You need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. 877 Eight five seven six eight seven five because Ken Bose and Ron Budd spend week after week getting a million on an average back in the hands of small business owners just like you. And so, if you want money that you're entitled to, plus six percent compound tax-free interest back from Uncle Sam, you need to pick up that phone right now and dial 87-857-6875. And when you get them on the phone, you tell them that you came through the buzz factor. Well, I'm on with Mark Richards. We're having a fantastic time here and we're going to keep it moving forward after two and two of my advertisers. And we're going to be right back with more buzz for your business.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top of the line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com.
4: At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of Letip. Visit Letip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com.
0: We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ, 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Hey, we're
1: back live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my live listening audience, to call in and mix it up with me and my fantastic guest today, Mark Erickson. So pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you could be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, I'll tell you what, Mark. I've got three basic words that I use in this segment of the show, Meet. Collaborate and grow. Meet's real simple. You know, if I don't know somebody and I meet them, you know, I'm having a cup of coffee with them in a Denny's or I meet them in a, you know, casual, you know, Chamber of Commerce meeting. If I can't walk away from that initial meeting liking somebody, I doubt I'm gonna do business with them, right? I'll tell you what, Mark. I like you, like you a lot, okay? So we're gonna move right past there. Collaborate is the second one and that's where we get into intellectual property, right? The essence, the moxie, the guts of what a business is. And what we have to do is we have to find those connecting points, right? Between your intellectual property and my intellectual property. So we complement each other and put together a solid purpose in moving forward. The last one is grow. And right now we have been dealing with all kinds of crushed loans coming at small business, right? From EDIL, SBA, 3PP loans, uh, ERTC, which just ran out actually it's going to run out on the 31st of this month and now small businesses have to look at growth and profitability right otherwise they're going to be in business would you agree with that mark
2: i would completely agree with that yeah
1: and what we have to do is we have to make it happen yesterday i'll tell you what i got a call in hey we got beverly out there how you doing beverly welcome to business watch i'm doing great
5: well, good. So happy to have you with us. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Big Sky, Montana.
1: Oh, my goodness. God's country. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. I told Mark I used to own it a college planning country. company. I put two kids in the University of Montana and they didn't want to come home.
5: <laughs> yeah, I've seen that happen. You wouldn't be the first.
1: Great. So what uh, have you got a question or a comment for either myself or for my great guest here, Mark
2: Erickson? Well,
1: just to, well before Mark you and I are actually we, partners. Oh, yeah. cool!
2: Yeah.
5: So. Talk away, Beverly. <laughs> so, so um, Mark and I have been doing Nutcracker together for 15 years, and um, when the opportunity came about to do the dolls, he asked if I would write a book. So, along with the dolls, there is the book, the first one that was published, which is Sarah Marie and the Nutcracker, and that's I'm the author of the book. So I, I'm calling in just to hear your show because I'm up in the middle of nowhere and uh, just trying to listen to what's going on with our product.
1: Beverly, that's the great thing about IP radio. You could be on the moon, okay, and you're going to hear it on yeah. a smartphone <laughs> if the signal will reach that far. Mark, how did you and Beverly get together?
2: Well, it's kind of a long story, but uh, I, after I was doing Phantom in uh, in uh, Phantom of the Opera in San Francisco, uh, my son actually—I uh, was flying him back and forth, double round trips—to uh, be up there on the week, uh, my day off. When he turned six and started school, I basically uh, had to make a decision, and I quit the business there and I moved down to Temecula, which I didn't even know where it was, and uh, so I could be with him. And in so doing, I. I had the wonderful opportunity. I ran into Beverly Stevenson in, uh, in a Starbucks of all places and was introduced to her. And we started chatting and we seemed to have a lot in common and a lot of the sort of the same drives and interests. And that's when our journey started together with the idea of, of changing the format of the Nutcracker Ballet. And uh, I don't know, it's been about five or six years ago is when we, um, I kind of, uh, talked her into going down this road with me as far as the, the business of the, of the ballerina doll business. And Beverly is a, a fantastic writer and creative person. And um, she uh, wrote this really extraordinary book um, based on the format of the Nutcracker that I had created. And it's, it's just a wonderful uh, book that uh, parents can read to their younger children or children, uh, pretty much any age can read it themselves. So she was able to kind of walk that fine line, and uh, and so we we sell the book with the dolls. It's a whole package.
1: You know, Beverly, uh, Mark told me that he just had a forty-page expose done on him in China on Hollywood Magazine. Did you have anything to do with writing that copy?
5: I no, I did not. I did not have anything to do with writing that copy. But otherwise, it the would have been fifty pages, right? Very <laughs> <laughs> Could have been, yes. No, no, I'm good at editing. Maybe it'd only been thirty-five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, let me ask you a question. You know, we, we talked about the, you know, the intimacy factor of these dolls, you know, and the fact that you're touching so many children's hearts out there, you know. What do you guys see for the future of these dolls? Because let me tell you something. I don't think this pandemic's gonna go away. So when you turn around and you get the touchy feely aspect of what you guys are doing, I I'm excited about it.
5: I think that, um you know, right now we're continuing to focus on the Nutcracker dolls specifically because they're very well known. We have, um in the pipeline, we've got two other stories about the Nutcracker from different perspectives that we could bring out. We have clothing that we can bring out. We have other dolls that we wish to bring out, but we're just trying to, it seems like of all the dolls that the Snow Queen and the Clara Marie, they sent tend to be the most popular and so I think at this point we're just focusing on that and if we get a solid enough base with all of that going we will start to slowly introduce the other dolls and the other stories. So introducing the ballets is as important to us as how much fun the kids can have with a doll, or whether they're looking at it or playing with it.
1: You know Beverly I'm sitting there talking to Mark before you came on you know Business Watch isn't just a live call-in portion I actually do live events And one of my major sponsors is california senior guide which is one of the biggest marketplaces right not just in california but but nationwide and of course seniors have grandkids right
5: lots of them i had so
1: when i do these live (laughs) events i said to mark why don't you booth okay near where I've got my 10 foot by 10 foot banner, where I'm doing live interviews for California senior guide and put these dolls out to all these thousands of seniors are going by and representing God knows how many grandkids.
5: Uh, Oh, my, my grandchildren love them. I have, um, we have purchased them for, um, all of our, you know, younger than 13 year olds and they, you know, some of them have resigned them. The 14 year old, she's put hers on the shelf, but the others, um, Play with them. They don't look quite as pretty as the ones that my fourteen-year-old put on the shelf, but that's because they're only four. So, okay. but but I can say that they're very durable dolls because they haven't managed the four-year-olds haven't managed to rip them apart. So,
1: it's the, the GI Joe and the Nutcracker suite, right?
5: <laughs> yes, right. That's exactly right. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you a question. If I put a CEO to CEO call, because that's part of my job here in my show, I love to put connections together. You know, for businesses to create revenue. If I put a CEO-to-CEO call with the CEO of Senior Guide, would you take that call?
2: Absolutely.
5: Well, yeah, Mark's our CEO, so I would say yes. I would encourage him, and he sounds like he just said yes. Okay,
1: his name is Bill Abbott, okay? Bill Abbott, he's the CEO of California Senior Guide. I've known him for over five years. And let me tell you something. If you want to get these dolls into the Senior Marketplace, I don't know a better way to do it. And the other thing is, I've got Suzanne Summers coming up as my next star guest coming from California Senior Guide. And we could talk a little bit about the live events and things like that. So we could kind of weave it in there.
2: That would be uh, that'd be great. The other thing that's in, yeah. interesting about these dolls and I don't mean to jump in on you Beverly, but, um, yeah. we created them for children, but because they're such high quality, we have collectors buying them mm-hmm. and, and keeping them in the beautiful boxes they come in on the shelf. And a lot of the collectors obviously are seniors. So we, have, we kind of have those dual markets going with the same, with the same product, which is, is kind of rare, I think.
1: You know, it's really cool. Now that my show has become the Nat Cracker Ballet Doll Show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think what you guys have to do is you have to put out your contact information because we're moving to the end of the show.
2: Go ahead, uh, Mark. Well, listen, um, I, I don't know if it's all right, Frank, but I did a 30% discount on our website for anybody they just have to type in Voice America at checkout if they want to purchase a doll and they'll get a 30% discount on the dolls. Um, it's just myballerinadolls.com. That's where we are. Very
1: cool. Do you have a direct line phone number that somebody can pick up the phone and call you?
2: We, we don't. Um, it's just my own personal line.
1: All right, then turn right around and give that website again because it is IP radio and I don't want somebody wrecking the car trying to write it down.
2: Go ahead. Right. My Ballerina <laughs> dolls myballerinadolls.com.
1: Boy, that's simple. Myballerinadolls.com. Listen, if you want to get your hands on a fantastic memory piece for your daughter, you need to get with this today. And don't discount your son either, because there are male dolls in this as well, right? You told me the Prince, what was it again?
2: Say that again. The nutcracker, uh, the nutcracker removes his helmet. like It's like a, um, a knight's helmet. Uh, his form is a nutcracker, but once that helmet is removed, he's the prince. Great. Beverly, when are you back in Temecula?
5: Um, January
1: 8th. Cool. Because Mark invited me out for a wine tasting out in Temecula. Is that you?
5: I, I bet he invited you out to our winery.
1: Very cool. Then I'm going
5: to get to meet you. <laughs> Yes, right. I would You're, think so. That would be great.
1: Then we can have a serious talk about what yes, we can do yes. for these incredible dolls, right? So well, I'll let good. you go back to God's country. Enjoy the uh clean, fresh, free air of Montana. Snowy.
5: snowy it's, not, air, it's not it's not like the California right
1: Yeah, it's not like the California gulag where Mark and I are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beverly, for calling in to Business Watch. Thank really you. appreciate it. Mark, you know, I'll tell you what, towards the end of the show, really loved having you as a guest. Let me ask you a question. If you were able to talk to small business today, as they enter 2022, would you have a message for them?
2: I think you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're a small business owner out there today and you've been listening to this show, you need to get, oh my goodness, I have a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> now you know where I do this show from, my house. Okay, get it. it, it uh, sometimes I get canines you know, I have three dogs, right? And all of a sudden they start barking and I got, got a canine, canine audience on the show. <laughs> but Mark, let me tell you something. Welcome to the Wild Wild West. Couldn't have a better show. Really wish you a very, very happy new year. Okay, and I can't wait to get out there and have wine and cheese with you and Beverly out in Temecula, and I will definitely bring my lovely, beautiful wife Rhoda, and we'll have a great time together. Okay,
2: that would be great, Frank. And listen again, it's been an honor being with you on Voice America. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you out in Temecula and we'll, uh, we'll have a great time.
1: Thank you very much, Mark. And if you notice the canines kicked in. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, Mark, thanks very much. Have a great, great day. Hey, listen, thank you, my listening audience for tuning into Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ or get with me on my businessbuzz.com website. To learn more about the show, I'll tell you what, I'm having a great show coming up next week. It's gonna be probably a couple of the vendors from Moe Business Solutions. So if you're a small business out there and you wanna learn about all this incredible marketing communications and cutting operational costs of my major sponsor on this show, you need to tune in. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in, week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz.